0: Welcome to the Kingdoms Insider Podcast. This is Craig McCarroll, joined by my beautiful wife, Andrea McCarroll. I'm uh, the creator, founder of Guns and Fitness. Get your mind right, the rest will follow. And Andrea, what do you have going on with the Kingdoms brand? I
1: am the Kingdom's Queen. I am the founder and creator of the Kingdom's lifestyle brand, which offers clothes with a mindset um, for those who want to feel more like royalty than just acting. Um, We like to call those women posers. Um, So I've been able to tap into that passion of that niche fashion thing that I've always had that secret obsession with, and um, podcast all about it here and kind of work on some new things, getting ready to do some events and um, things like that here locally. So that's kind of what I have going on. Most people know everything about me by now, or you should. Thank you guys for coming back and listening and all the awesome shares and the things that you guys have been saying and all of your awesome feedback for us. Um, We really appreciate you guys keeping um, your interest or us keeping your interest, I guess, with wanting to listen and follow along as we build our kingdoms by our own rules. So we're getting ready to... um, launch some really cool episodes with some interviews that we have going on with a lot of entrepreneurs that have been in our similar arena or just within our peer group with all of our self-development stuff. So authors, experts in their field, things like that. So stay tuned. And um, this week's topic is all about aligning our failures with um, the need for uncertainty. So um, every episode, we like to start off with a Question to get to know the host based on that topic. And we always end the episode with our favorite game.
0: Just the tip.
1: <laughs> you say it so much different than I do. I say it more like just the tip. And you're like, just the tip.
0: <laughs> well, one thing you got to remember is that if you are tuning in for the very first time with our Kingdoms Insider podcast, the reason that this Kingdoms Insider podcast was ever conceived was because of the shit show of life the roller coaster of life that we all know and and love so dearly we ended up uh we have quite the history of our of our uh past history or history of our life and everything else with that but it ended up starting to consume our life if you tune into some of those other older podcasts in the beginning where we explained most of that that kind of explains why this came to be but the the real reason that is that we have this podcast is to basically just talk about real shit and keep it nice and raw and <clears throat> there's no script that we follow or anything like that we have a couple ideas that andrea comes comes with but we're here to show our vulnerabilities and just air it out to everybody and be able to work as a as a team with um you know with an audience that can give us feedback on what's working, what's not, and give us some more ideas. And maybe take something from us too.
1: Cool. So Craig, my question for you, um, today is what does failure look or feel like to you?
0: Uh, failure equals, um, you're a loser. No, <laughs> just kidding. That's lovely, dear. Just <laughs> no, a loser. Can you, really, no, can, okay, you, so can you be a little my, bit more
1: specific original, as far as what's your idea of a loser?
0: My original, uh, uh, look on failure was I had a fear of failure so my fear of failure meant that if I fail at this then I'm a nobody I'm a loser I'm a, i I'm never going to amount to anything those are the things I would tell myself if I failed so I did everything I possibly could not to fail but now I look at um, failure in a different way that as as every problem arises or if I make the decision to do this or that and I took massive action and it, and it failed well, guess what? I just learned that that's not the way that 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 didn't work that way. So it's going to work this other way. And I'll try this other direction. So I welcome failure more than um, I fear failure anymore. Is that a better answer?
1: That's a way better answer. I think it's a lot less offensive, too.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, because I think we we go through life fearing failure. And um, if you look at it as a failure, then I mean, shit, I've failed multiple times. But I've learned so much from that and then I would never be where I'm at without those failures.
1: Yeah, I think it's cool because I mean, especially being around the people that we've been around. I know failure has completely turned from white to black. So different than it has ever been for me before. Before I never, I didn't want all of those failure notches underneath my belt. I didn't want all of those things saying that this is what I've done. I didn't want that LinkedIn profile to say of everything that I've ever tapped into or every form or occupation I've ever had. I never wanted any of those things. I wanted to always. Keep keep my resume short, and then be the expert in that field like forever. And I had that expectation right up from the beginning, like, Oh, I've done this for 25 years. And that's what people know me for. And that that was the belief that I had on what success looked like. And now failure to me is more, I look at people that have you know when i hear them say things like yeah I, I started this podcast and it totally failed i started this clothing company and it totally failed i started you know i put out three books and i got a couple of sales out of them it was a total bomb if i did this and it was a total bomb and i made created all these events and three people showed up i'm just like holy shit dude good for you Like I never look. I don't even hear it as I failed at this. I failed at this. I failed at this. It was like, I went out there and with no fear, no limiting beliefs, nothing holding me back. And I, every single one of them, when they wrapped up in the end, I tried them all. And that's been something that's really exciting for me is I know I get so stuck in that idolized position of, Oh, I don't know what I'm doing or oh this isn't going as poorly or my cells aren't where I thought they were going to be in the first month. And All that stupid shit, it's like. I always have to remind, like we talked about in the last podcast, like I'm most excited about doing things that I never thought I could do because I didn't have that expertise or that knowledge. And I didn't know people. I didn't have mentors that were going to be holding my hand and showing me step by step what I need to do next to be successful. And I just am totally doing it completely on my own, even though how many times I reach out to people and everyone's kind of like, uh, they're kind of, I don't know if it's because I've viewed it as a competitor or what, but it's been such a hard, challenging thing for me to find a mentor in is this whole manufacturing world, Um, especially where I live in Idaho. It's extremely challenging because there's not a whole lot of options for warehouses and manufacturers. Well, you can use those
0: as excuses or you can use those as, all right, I'm going to find out a way. Exactly. And you don't use them as excuses. So you...
1: Yeah, overcome I mean. like, and I, adapted
0: in all the situations and like the, the biggest thing with um, we look at it, we're labeling it failure but all any entrepreneur that has made it very successful um, you can name like all kinds of companies that would tell you all their story of how many no's they got before they actually got the big yes and this, it, all it is is a determination of I'm going to keep going for this goal never changing my target and then through the ups and downs of it it's not necessarily a failure it's just this is what you got to go through to get to that yeah. End target.
1: Yeah, and like that saying that's kind of been such a niche thing or what everybody seems to be talking about on podcasts, or maybe it's just the ones that I listen to, but they always say success without fulfillment is the ultimate failure. And at least if I fail at this, at least I was completely fulfilled along the way. And I was doing something that I was extremely excited about, interested in, and would spend my free time doing anyways. So I'm willing to kind of take that chance and put that out of there, out there um, and kind of just be excited about. This is another thing that I get to figure out and learn and try. And I truly believe lately, especially how things just kind of align up. So even if it's not a complete success at this point, maybe there's a reason why because it's supposed to – it, when you know they say when a do- one door shuts another window opens, and I feel like everything that's kind of happened when we've said no to stuff, it's like we jump through that window, getting out of that situation, even though it's always still there. And we've been able to tap into it all, like all the Orange Theory stuff and everything. Like I'm constantly pulling from my bags of tricks from all the different things that I've done to make what I'm doing now successful.
0: Yeah, your past so, is what has built you to where you are today. And yeah,
1: so it's been kind of cool just to be excited not be excited to fail it be okay if failure happens because i'll know how bigger of a person and all the growth that will happen from just this experience so if you can look at things as just an experience and not a failure your whole shit will change
0: so how do you when you fail quote unquote fail at something how does you, how do you um do you feel like you go into a slump and how do you pull yourself out of that slump and then if or do you now that you have a different outlook on life like how are you handling those ups and downs
1: I think that if I had if I was given a if I was given a situation where I had to walk away from something or try something else or pivot into a new direction I think that um I don't know. Can you repeat the question again? So it's just like words if are you, so if, if hard for me.
0: <laughs> you're going through <laughs> like as you're going through um all your if you look back at like all the businesses you've ran and all the stuff you've started and everything that Oh yeah. And now the I way, I the way that you're like going, you have your ups and downs throughout this <laughs> entrepreneurship roller coaster and throughout life you have ups and downs. Like sometimes those downs are considered your failures how are you handling those emotionally and how are you overcoming those in those situations and now are you looking at them in a different now you're looking at things in a different light yeah how are you handling those because you're i watch it from my standpoint and i see what happens but i want to hear it from you
1: (sighs) That sounds something like negative would come out of your mouth. So I don't really want to hear what you're saying. No, not, it's not, what happens not a negative to me when way. I,
0: there's not a negative tone to it. It's it is what it is.
1: I think through all of my self growth and everything that I've looked at before, just not changing the meaning of what failure means, but not letting my fucking identity be attached to that name or that role on that business card before it was like, it was such a, I felt like it was such a part of my identity. It was, um, on, you know, I had business cards printed, like it was official and all this stuff. And it was on my LinkedIn profile and everything was so like official and it had such a deep, deeper, insignificant meaning to my life. And now it's like, I feel like walking away from certain things or pivoting into a new direction. I look at it all as growth. I look at it all as,
0: um, yeah, because you took like, take orange theory when that thing happened, that was such a part of uh, my identity. Yeah. That was a big part of your identity. And I watched you suffer through that. And that's really where we kind of injected the, we need to do something for your personal development and we need to help get you through that. I don't, from my point of view, I, I don't really look at myself as a failure, no matter what I've, no matter what businesses I've done or anything like that. I think it's just been, I have a different outlook on it, but I think you made a definite switch after, after that. Mm-hmm. Cause from my point of view, he, you looked like you were, you definitely were like, Oh, I was like everybody's gonna think of me uh, this way. It was it all
1: came down to what people thought of me because again, it was a part of my identity. It was who I was. It was like what I represented, and I, and I backed it one hundred percent. And then this was, you know, and I was like, I couldn't even go out in public. I was terrified to see people, and then it's like, how's that going? And you know, you're, you know, you're the area manager for this, you know, fitness franchise, and da 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 da. Like, you know, and I put myself out there so. Much that it kind of like when it backfired, I was so devastated, and I had no identity. I was completely unbranded, unmarked, and so scarred. And it was the the hardest place for me to make a decision in any type of moment because I couldn't function. I couldn't. My identity was so tied to it. And once I figured out that was all, such bullshit was just at the end of the day, that was just a job. It wasn't even something I was truly passionate about, but it kind of fulfilled all of my needs as far as like the marketing, the collaboration, the, um, B2B stuff, all of the content stuff, you know, hiring people, you know, being in an environment that I love that was super high, strong, positive environment type of thing. So out of
0: the six human needs, what, what, six human needs were being met at that time
1: um
0: because to me it was certainty was there because of the product that was being sold so you had certainty that yeah i think if i didn't if i wasn't
1: given and told that this was so certain and this was i wouldn't have jumped in so full-heartedly i think if there was like yeah we'll just see where this goes or yeah we'll just do this but when I was told that this is what it was. And I had once they put that 100% certain need in mine and constantly stroked it and kept it nice and warm. It was like, that's what led my, that's what no pun intended,
0: <laughs> my I mind warm and
1: <laughs> <laughs> but they kept it, you know, like warm and fuzzy all the time. And so it was so hard for me when they took that away, I was so lost. And then I was like, failure, failure, failure. I was a failure. You know, this failed and this is so embarrassing and humiliating. And you
0: don't think it was ever – I don't think you are uh, someone that's driven by significance. So it didn't answer that. It gave like – so it was definitely certainty you got. Did you feel like you got growth and contribution from it?
1: Oh, yeah. Like it was the amount of things I was able to give and the amount of people I was able to touch and the positivity that I was able to – have an impact on. I mean, it was, that's like, that's one thing that I love about any health and fitness industry. It doesn't matter what you are. And that's when I, when I got into yoga, it was because I loved that, that gratitude and being able to, I mean, if you're able to be so full of gratitude, gratitude will destroy any anger or fear you have. And I became so dived into Yoga, because I think that it was so full of gratitude and peace that if I wouldn't have had that lifeline and I wouldn't have had that opportunity to just be able to experience that level of gratitude, I would have never been able to get past that anger and the fear of doing anything else.
0: Cool. So, so yeah, we talk. Andre and I talk a lot about the six human needs and how if you understand the six human needs, then you'll be able to see how your life is being ran and how other people's lives are being ran. And so when it comes to a conversation with people, You can kind of see which needs are being met and which needs they need to be met. Mm -hmm. So the six human needs are certainty, uncertainty, significance, love, and connection. And those are the personality needs. And then you have spirit needs. So the kind of the ones that speak to your soul. And that's the growth and contribution. And the way the example that we've always used for our kids is like winter, uh, you know, Christmas time comes around, we give back. And just to see the difference between they can get all kinds of gifts, but then they show a, they, um, their favorite
1: time about Christmas, favorite
0: favorite time about Christmas is the, the growth and contribution to it. So if you can find like, that's why I think it's so cool. Like even with Orange Theory, you seeing it as a failure, you still were getting your, your spiritual needs were being met. Mm -hmm. Your, your, uh, certainty was there. So I think Um, And you can take those six human needs and then break them down and be like, how, what are your first, your top two and what is really making that, what's driving you and how is it, what, what benefits are you getting from it and what, you know, things, negative benefits you're getting from it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So one of um, my favorite quotes is life is found in the dance between your deepest desire and your deepest fear. So I think that if you guys really truly think about that this week and figure out how you can make failure be a completely different color and give it so much more meaning, I think that we would aspire to go out and try new side hustles, new things that don't have to be who you are and your identity. It could just be something that... um You desire to get involved with one day, even if it's just like a nonprofit or something like that. So, um, Craig, what do you think that um, leadership means?
0: Uh, Leadership. The first thing that comes to mind is leadership is lead by example. So, um, don't expect anything that you can't uh, be doing yourself. So, Mm -hmm. I don't know. There's lots to leadership and being able to. Understand what the, the team needs and being able to pay respect to them so they respect you. Yeah. And then that's a leader that I'm willing to follow.
1: That's why if, you're a good leader. That's why you make a good
0: boss. Yeah. And But I think the biggest thing is, like, I talked to this guy that's aspiring to be an officer in the Marine Corps and he's going the officer route. And he's like, what was the, what's some advice you could give to someone that's going in that direction? And the number one thing that from an enlisted guy is i i respected those officers that would listen to the uh to the enlisted ranks they're the ones that are hooking and jabbing and they're the they're the ones that are actually in the fight and so i look i always keep that in mind as like who's the ground troops and who are making the making the um the sacrifices on the that that level
1: yeah, I think that to be a good leader, you have to have done three things. I think leadership means you learn it, then you live it, and then you have the opportunity to give it. So whether it's things or money or wealth or housing or just your time or a job. I think at the end, when we're able to give whatever it is that we would have been living and that we learned, I think that's the stepping stones to be a good leader. So I think that you've kind of tapped into so many things um, in just since I've been involved in your life or had the pleasure of being in a relationship with you. And it's so cool to see you always aspire to be that leader and to kind of see you and your business partners making that shift now to you, you've been learning and learning and learning and growing and growing and growing. And then you've lived this life the past two years of you know being your true self and naming the guy and your alpha hood and all of these things and now to see that you guys are aspiring to give it with these events that you have coming up oh, i think yeah. that it's just so empowering to see you following what i truly think that a leader is and it's not leader can mean so many different things right to so many different people but i think that when I look at someone who's offering something or somebody who's been doing something, yeah, at the end of the day, I guess that guy that's offering that program would be considered a leader and because he's learned it, he's lived it, and now he's giving it away. So that's something that I always make sure when I follow events and I listen and I follow people, you know, you'll you'll usually always be able to find something that they're missing and usually it's the living part, right? <laughs> So they're able to learn all this stuff or read this book. Yeah, credibility. And there's nobody more qualified or more or more deserving to offer and be a part of these events than you. So Craig and his business partners (laughs) have put together this alpha one retreats that they're only offering a couple times a year. Um, It is, you know, limited to so many people just because they want to make sure that they're giving them the most amazing experience that they've ever had. Um, So kind of talk a little bit about that on what it is that you're trying to give at these alpha one retreats.
0: Yeah, so the Alpha One retreats is, uh, so it's Alpha One Instincts is where the retreats were born and everything is, I think a lot of our companies and a lot of the stuff that we have um, are are, uh, building right now is generated from a pain point. So my pain point at that time where this was kind of conceived was me being able to transition out of the military contracting world into civilian life and Everybody kind of knows that struggle, um, especially for my brothers from other mothers that have lived through it they um, so it was born from there, and then it was through my relationship with you you being able to point out that yes, you do need this like i had I always had that that man time when I was contracting, I was always deployed, so I got that man man time I got my man card all the time, and when I would come home. I didn't need to spend time with anybody. I just needed to spend time with you. And then as I transitioned out of there and, and was home full time, I was like – I was going stir crazy and started realizing that every couple months I need to get away for three to five days and just get back to in touch with the – you know go out and shoot some guns, get in touch with those guys, that military lifestyle, that, those uh, that tribe that I belong to. So I think it was conceived through that that pain point of being able to, uh, still understand what, what my true meaning in life is. And like my calling, my mission, I wanted to be very clear on what that is. And if you give a man a mission and a, uh, has, he understands the meaning of why he's here, he's going to be unstoppable. And so we want to be able to, I've been living that I've been putting that out there and, um, went through all, kinds of personal growth and personal development to get to and that And then you point. started
1: going to those events when you'd come back from those events and then you'd kind of catch yourself having those conversations with those guys being like, dude, this is so amazing. You know, we're out here rubbing shoulders with some of the most yeah. amazing warfighter guys. Like, and then just the connection that you have. And I would see you come back from these events and just lightheartedly talk about, you know, a cool weekend and these People, even, like, women's eyes were, like, so wide open. Like, holy shit, you get to do that? Like, you're not even in the middle. Are you still active? Like, all these conversations I saw that were happening and – and I would, you know, as much as your wife tells you, I've, for some reason, I always seem to just have like a biased opinion and you're like, yeah, whatever. But it's like, it's so cool to witness all these people looking at you like, dude, you, you have the coolest freaking life. Like no, nobody else gets these opportunities. And so you were just kind of like living this, you know, self-development, self-improvement, um, you know, how to kind of get out of that transition, starting a company, making sure that it was ran by Marines. And so you kind of just like full submission or full submersion you just offered it all and we're completely living it for the past two years and it wasn't until recently when it was like hey you just had that shift, and it was like, now it's my fucking time to give it away. Now it's my time to create these events, and they're not even really events. It's just you're offering the package deal that gets offered to you to other civilians and other men that don't have an opportunity to play around with tanks and hang out with warfighters over the weekends and guys that are missing limbs and hear heroic stories and stuff like that. Like true, true, 100% hero men that people look up to and respect. And so, it was really cool to kind of see you make that shift where you've been, you know, you learned all this stuff and then you lived it and now you are giving it away. So it's really, really cool to see you doing that.
0: Yeah. I think that um, it's not just like, I think what we've done now with these retreats and alpha one instincts is just packaged it up, organized it and now we can deliver it as a one solid package and people get to experience life on the edge and one of the coolest parts about this whole thing is that um, a good portion of the profits get to go to a uh, warfighter made uh, nonprofit organization so the, those kind of things and it's it's just a blessing in my life that I'm uh, blessed with people that are running these companies and I get to I get to be a part of all of them. And now we get to package it up into one little retreat and be able to give back. I want the military, like I talked to all the my Marine buddies and they're like, we want to be able to package this up and expose other men and other people to our life that we just take for granted. And really, how, do you, how can you do that? And that's what this has done.
1: That's so cool. I'm so excited for you.
0: Thanks. <laughs>
1: um, you guys can find more about Alpha One Retreat by contacting Craig. Um, he's on Instagram. There's also an Alpha One Retreat Instagram page that just launched, and then they're going to create um, some videos and some promos and stuff like that on Facebook. So make sure that you guys friend request Craig McCarroll or
0: um, oh, you got Danny, Danny Torres. Danny Torres, a Danny Torres is an amazing man, life's troubleshooter. Me and him are teamed up on the Alpha One Instincts and look him up on uh, he's got he's a uh, <laughs> he's got everything going on right now. Yeah. So, so You guys can
1: also comment um, on this podcast, too. Um, we'll be promoting it as well. Um, so I'm so excited for you, babe. I'm so proud that you're in that portion of your leadership role to be able to give it away like this. It's so cool to see. Um
0: Thanks. I never really saw it as I like that though now it's I lived it now I'm giving it a, we're giving I it seem away.
1: to be in it's the really learning cool. stage still I'm like and I was thinking about this yesterday when I was going over our topics I'm like how did you surpass me so fast I feel like we I started yeah like a couple I started like after you on my you know when I
0: on this journey
1: yeah and but we kind of started learning at the same time I think or have that open heart and willing to learn um but I'm not even to the living it yet so
0: I'm yeah like, you are I'm you've just, been living
1: Andre, it just be proud of You're him doing... just be proud of it. remember
0: <laughs> you've been living with your brand you've been living the kingdom's queen yeah, lifestyle now I need to go ever.
1: back 5,000 steps and learn how to master it and then live that for a little while and so I can be able to give it away so, I
0: think one of the coolest parts about the alpha instincts is we are really going to be tapping into what the man uh you know the man per se but it's also going to be coming from the female's perspective too like we want to have i think it's important to understand that how is it to live with a dude like me (laughs) how how is it to how do you make a man like me feel like a man how do you what's some advice you would give to another uh female living with you know living with that yeah wanted to give that away, but um real quick what is so what is your what is an idea of like you look at failure, what is your idea of how can you quickly sum it up on dealing with failure or looking at it in a different way?
1: Um, She's looking at me like,
0: what the hell are you asking?
1: Didn't I already do that? Well, like, how does <laughs> that, that look the, I think making the shift from failure to not will my Tip would be don't let it define who the fuck you think you are. I mean, that's so, like a big, my, my, thing my for whole me, point but.
0: was is I asked you that thinking that you're gonna come up with the answer, was what was the number one thing that you, I, I, from my point of view, you have to not give a fuck what people think.
1: You, yeah. Once I let go of why do I care, and the, the another thing was like, Andre, they're not even your friends, and I was like yeah, I don't even like them. And there was just like little tiny, like two millimeter things would shift for me every day moving forward that I'd be like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't give a shit you about got, that.
0: And I just, I just read this thing uh, today. It was like, if the people you're getting advice from are not moving you in the direction or they're naysayers on you, they don't believe that you can make the amount of money you can make. They don't believe that or you can do any of this. They don't. They don't, believe that the life that you're shooting for, they don't believe in your target that you'll ever be able to make it, then get the fuck rid of them Yeah, and don't give a fuck what they think.
1: Yeah. So I think just like getting so comfortable with getting out of my comfort zone and getting excited about oh I didn't I didn't do something that made me uncomfortable today and that's also been something I avoided going out of my comfort zone that's why I never liked relationships. I didn't take didn't take relationships serious. I never moved. I always liked things in my comfort zone. I love my routines. I didn't let anybody fuck with my routines. I just didn't do any of that. And now it's like I live outside my comfort zone every day and so I think that was another shift that I really had too was getting out of my comfort zone and not giving a shit what people thought and not letting it have a, not letting that be a label of my identity
0: Yeah. so
1: cool. um, and then now it is time for the game just the tip so Craig if you could give all of our amazing listeners right now um, a tip on failure and uncertainty
0: what would it be? On failure and uncertainty, well, I think that the whole tip of not giving a shit what people think is definitely number one. But um, so, I was going to share a tip that just has to do with um, any anything happening or thought that you have it have so nothing happening or thought have any more meaning than what I give it. That actually came from your mom, and <laughs> that was actually really cool. I don't know where it was born from, but. Um, I, I think it has a really cool way of looking at it because we literally make up everything in our head and give it the meaning yeah. that we like want to it. like this just
1: ruined my day. Did it or is that just yeah, the meaning the, that you're giving it? and the
0: words you use really do make a difference. If, yeah. this, if you can't stand something, I can't stand doing the laundry, you're not going to like to do the laundry. Ever.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's probably um, a bad example.
1: <laughs> I think uh, my tip is the gratitude will destroy Anger and fear every time. So, if you could just do something, you know, I challenge you to do a 30 day gratitude journal. I have challenged myself for the month of August to take a gratitude walk every day. Um, And I'm kind of working up to like a long run, which is kind of turning out pretty cool. So, just stay, do something to let gratitude take over that fear and eliminate any anger that you have about that subject or something that you're trying to get over, or whether it's a relationship or a job or just a trial that you're dealing with and have a great week. And thank you again for listening. If you feel so moved or were able to find any type of entertainment or words of wisdom in this or just want to share Craig's exciting Alpha One retreats coming up please like or share or comment on this podcast and we love you all and stay full of gratitude
0: thanks for listening it's been a ride I guess I had to go to that place to get to this one now, some of you might still be in that place if you're trying to get out. Just follow me. I'll get to can